This episode of the Back Button Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Try them out at trylootcrate.com slash backbutton and use code BRIDGE10 to save 10% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Back Button Podcast. This is the Back Button Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Langbartels, as always joined by, uh, well, not as always, but joined by my damn new co-host, Josh Ortiz. Some of you might remember him. How you doing, Josh? Hey, I'm doing good. You're you? so quiet. You gotta speak up, little I'm boy. I'm not that quiet. You're kind of quiet. For not having the filter or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, well, talk shit. all right. <laughs> Fucking audio engineer. All right, so we are back. Um, some things have happened. Some things have changed. Uh, but we are here to talk about games, goddammit, not about our fucking life stories. So, Josh, what have you been doing recently? I, we haven't talked to you in quite some time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, haven't really been doing a whole lot. Just uh, I've been at work and uh, doing other stuff with uh, my own, like, streaming and stuff like that. Very nice, rare, man. but... Uh, hey, it's happening. That's all I, that fucking right, matters, right? Yeah. I mean, I do it for fun. It's not like that's the job or anything like right. that. Right. Not like, you know, the professionalism that we have here at the Back Button <laughs> Podcast. Super professional. Yeah, right? Absolutely. So today, we are talking about Resident Evil, one of Josh's favorite series, one yeah. of uh, uh, our, uh, our He Who Not Shall Be Named uh, co-host's favorite series as well, but we are, uh, we're going headlong into this. So, Josh, I know you're a big fan of Resident Evil. Yes. Um, make the story interest me, because I don't give half a shit about horror games. <laughs> um, okay, it, to me, I got really into it when... Um when I was much younger, so I was, I don't know, I'm, I think maybe like seven or eight or something like that. And, uh, I would always watch my uncles play it and they would play the original one on the, uh, the PS one, uh, with like the shitty, uh, polygonal graphics. Yeah. And everything. Okay. Yeah. And it was so bad, but it, the scene that I will never forget that I know is most likely engraved into a lot of people's minds is the, uh, the first time you like have an actual zombie encounter. And that's, uh, I, I was very enunciated with that nice. encounter. Encounter. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you go in, and it doesn't matter what character you pick or whatever. Uh, and then you you see just this figure, this human like figure, like crouching over, and you hear just like eating noises, and it's Yum. it's over over a person's body, and obviously like the poly like the the like polygons, the way it looked was was. Awful. Oh, but absolutely trash. They they did the cutscene super well, and it was just all you see is just the figure on the floor. You see the figure hunched over, and you see like a lot of like eight bit blood flowing. Eight bit. Yeah, dude, that was that was like I didn't know it came out on the NES, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> Not eight bit. <laughs> uh, but you know, just the pixelated blood and go. stuff like that. Uh, my bad. Oh, you're good, sweetheart. It's okay. And so <laughs> it's gonna be great. I love this already. Uh, um, but yeah, you see the blood kind of flying everywhere, and then it's just you you hear the noise and it sets up the atmosphere so well. And it's just like I said, black screen, the figure on the floor, uh, the figure hunched over, which obviously is a zombie, and um, the blood flying, and then it just stops, and it's maybe like the camera's maybe five inches away from the zombie's face over the left shoulder, and it does the creepiest slow turn i have ever seen it's in to me it's comparison to uh uh norman bates in psycho when he gives that last like 
you hear his mother kind of giving that um just that voiceover speech and stuff like that and then when she says her like last line or something like that or like oh norman wouldn't hurt a fly and he just give this most like menacing look that's the exact feeling i could really compare the two um because it's so it's creepy and it's scary and it's just like you don't know if you just go into the game blind and you're just like oh what the hell is resident evil it's like just survival horror game oh whatever and then you see what you're fighting and well not now if you go back not, and look well, at it now it's kind of well, well, well. In, in comparison just this is from the beginning you know it sure. was you were a character who was a normal cop uh, part of like a quote unquote like special task force team right. that had more advanced training, but obviously due to limitations and stuff like that, you can't do like cool shit like, you know, dive through windows and body slam a fucking zombie or anything. I like want to body slam a zombie. Josh, I would. Can we? Can we do this? I if you're the zombie, sure. No, no. Why do you want to body slam? Are you coming on to me, Josh? Are you are you hitting on me? Is this is this why you're you know you're living with the hey you know with pat with another former (laughs) co-host of the back button (laughs) podcast yeah that's why i'm living with pat oh god damn it um but yeah no to to me personally it's just a it's more so about the story and what's happening and in comparison to you know what are the chances of the possibility that uh this can be a real world thing it definitely started out like that um from the main series games of like one through three and then you have code veronica which is kind of like a side story but it's still a main canon game um but then you have games like four five and six where they started experimenting and kind of going off in a different direction four is still probably one of my most favorite games ever um well four is i I would almost say because four was the first resident evil game i ever played um i would almost say the four was the biggest baddest game at the time and it is the pinnacle of Resident Evil. Yeah. Even 5 and 6 and even 7 now. 7's fucking amazing, but they none of them hold up to 4. Oh, absolutely. And I think when 4 came out, like, I honestly, if you ask, like, a room full of diehard Resident Evil fans, nerds. you will have the... If you ask a room full of nerds. No, 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 no. Because there are some nerds who will, like, totally be like, oh, whatever. Those are called assholes. Like, Those aren't nerds. So you. Okay, correct. Good job. <laughs> but 100%, like... One, uh, you know, fill a room with Resident Evil fans, to diehard fans. They, I guarantee you, you will be split down the middle on if they will. If was they a, will, yes. Is that a pun? <laughs> because Resident Evil and all the fucked up shit that happens. You're, you're yeah, down yeah, the middle? we'll go. With, yeah, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go. With which that. which middle is, are we talking? Like horizontally, we're splitting them horizontally down the middle. It's actually just in thirds. Just oh, really? You just, pick the thirds. Oh, that's a little fucked up. I'm kind of okay well, with it though. Welcome to Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> so. Because half of the room, I promise you, will say that Resident Evil 4 is the best in the game. It's it's the height of, you know, the survival horror and action horror that they were going for. And then you will have the other half of the room that will say, no, the original, like, the original 1, 2, 3 and Code Veronica, those were, like, the peak of Resident Evil. But it's only because you're going to have people who are diehard originals and then you'll have people who... Um, I, I guess are open-minded about what the future holds for those games. So they obviously appreciate the originals, but where it's like perfection, they would say four. Um, right. And that's when it, it, it started making the change. And even right now with Resident Evil 7, it's made a huge change because this is 
Uh, now, I haven't beaten it. Okay. But as far as I can tell, from what I've played, I've gotten through um, the mom. Okay. And then I started the stuff with the son. Okay, cool. So that's where I am right now. And from what I can tell, it doesn't it doesn't scream Umbrella at all. It's got nothing to do with that from what I can tell. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck it. But I also tried playing in VR and fucking cried within the first five minutes. Yeah? Wait. Uh, so you know that opening scene where you're driving and everything, and then you get out of the car, and you start walking, and you walk through like the- Spoiler alert, by the way. You, yeah, uh, fuck you, off. Game opens up with you driving in a car yeah, while you don't drive. Shit. But... but you're driving in a car, and you get out, <laughs> and you start walking through the woods- and then Homeboy walks across the screen. I was filled with such dread before that even happened that when I saw that, I threw my headset off and said, <laughs> fuck no, and played it on the TV. That's how far you got with the VR? That's how far I got with oh, the VR. Oh, man. I, it was, there, no, no, there, no, 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 no. There, there is a part in the future, which you said you've already reached, um, but this is maybe a little bit of a spoiler. Not, not really, but uh, the point of the game is you play as a character named Ethan and you're going there to find your wife, Mia. Right. Mia? Mia. Um, wife, ex-wife, kind of wife. Current, it's, no, it's still some, wife. I mean, she's been missing for. I'm sorry. If she she's years. dead, he's a widower. Right, but wait, hold on. This brings up a whole new topic. Wait, wait, wait. So if your wife dies and then isn't dead, are you technically out of marriage? Can you fuck other bitches? Like, is that the play? <laughs> is that the move here? Why? Is like, that? if she just like, goes, are you say, planning oh, something well, in the future? What's happening with who? You're right. Okay. With Pat. Yeah, with Pat. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I I'm mean, trying, I'm trying to sleep with still... Adam. Yeah. I, I broke up with Pat. <laughs> and I'm trying to kill Pat so I can sleep with Adam. Fake pretend to kill. Exactly. Just send him far away for three right. days. Right. I bury him somewhere. <laughs> um, but I, I there's, there's one part where you come out of a basement and then you hear banging in the basement and you have to go back towards the basement and... It was probably, for me, it was a scene straight out of Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead 2, or, like, uh, the Evil Dead remake. Maybe in the basement. Which one was? Um, with And it's where you have your first boss fight, technically. Oh! And I've seen videos of people playing that shit in VR, and I... I yeah, no. no way in hell can I... No, 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 no. I would have been done. I would have shit myself. I would have been like, well... Because uh, well, I was streaming from the beginning of that game. Yeah. And I instantly would have been like... I, I took maybe like five or ten minutes of a break before opening and going down into that basement, only because I had seen videos of what was happen what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it still like you can spoil the whole entire game for yourself, and it will still like shock you because it's it's in your face, and especially if you do it in VR, it's even more in your face. Yeah. So yeah, that part was scary as shit. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, Dude, the whole thing who... with Mia at the beginning of the game would have made me shit myself from fucking... Just the video that she said you were? Or... No, no, no. When you first run into her, when you save her, and then you're upstairs, and all, and she turns, and mm. she's jumping around, and she's getting in your face. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's that, it's that again. first initial moment when she gets in your face. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't want nothing to do with that shit. Yeah, absolutely not. So you know more about the story of Resident Evil than I do. Um, yeah. I know it was made by Capcom back in fucking 1984 or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and, uh, well, it was PlayStation, so it was like 1997-ish, 6, 7. I think, yeah, I think it came out in 97. Okay. But it takes place in like 94, yeah. probably, I think. Because it's, like, it's like the game was in development forever and they were yeah. based on 94. Okay, whatever. But that's that's where the story kicks off. And it bounces and it bounces and all the same fucking characters keep coming fucking back for whatever goddamn reason. 
and everybody's blowing fucking uh, what's his name, the dude from Four. Well, it kind of depends Redfield. on everybody it, wants to blow those two. <laughs> it kind of depends on how deep into the lore you want to go because there's still a lot of backstory, but um, there's it, it gets so complicated because there's side story and then there were even games that I didn't play that add extra information like uh Dark Side Chronicles and right. stuff like that. You know, it it was a really great idea that they they did that to add, you know, obviously extra story and stuff like that that's part of like, hey, this is cuz I mean for me, I played Resident Evil 4 and I was like, who the fuck is Krauser? And then they released Dark Side Chronicles and it was just like that's where you end up meeting Krauser, and it's like I didn't play that shit. Like I started, I didn't have a Wii. I there's no right. way in hell I was gonna play it. I started replaying four, and uh, I got like a few a few piece, like a few hours in or whatever, and I replayed all of that. Didn't remember a goddamn thing. The one thing I remember from Resident <laughs> Evil Four with a glowing like fucking radiant sphere around it is the dancing knife fight. That is. All I remember. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing I remember throughout the, the entire game. quick time event or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Have, just quick time, and we were like, what the fuck's a quick time? Why is there a cinema thing going on right now? <laughs> like, what? The first time that ever, that was the first game I ever played that had quick time Same. events. Same. So when I was playing it, and I saw what was happening, and then it just says like, oh, hit A and B right now. And I was like, what the, uh? And I just hit it real quick. Uh-huh. And, it, you know, scene moves on. I was like, is that it? Like, what? And it's like, oh, now hit left and right. And I missed it. And died. I was like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. Like, how? First of all, I was blown away. I was like, I don't know how video games are able to do this. But apparently, like, Shenmue 1 and 2 or whatever, oh, those name, games yeah. for the PlayStations had quick time events, like, years ahead oh, of yeah. its time. So, sure. um, But, yeah, no, it was Well, it's because it was a crazy. Japanese game. And it was basically, it's literally DDR. That is literally what you're doing <laughs> when you do a quick time event is DDR. There's a video playing in the background. And you get to hit buttons in order to do shit. That's oddly true i know yeah, that's the weirdest way i've ever been told but that's how to look at it basically what a quick time event is it's hey here's uh yeah here's the thing before it hits the ceiling hit a and b all right, right. great probably my favorite real quick sorry no side keep note. going dude side note my favorite quick time event uh that you could ever fail is i think in spider-man 2 it's like spider-man 2 for like the movie okay um and <laughs> oh my god, it's awful. So it's a part where you you're you're in a skyscraper and there's a woman who's attached to a bomb and the bro the bro the building is on fire. Um, was this the one with uh, when you were fighting Vulture? I don't I, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I I can't remember very well. I just remember the scene itself. And uh, Spider Man jumps off like dolphin dives kind of off of a balcony. And your quick time event is to literally just. Like, launch your web and then swing. You grab the girl, like, bust out of the building, and then you, like, whatever. <laughs> but the best part about it is that if you miss the quick time, you literally see Spider-Man faceplant. Not only faceplant, then it zooms in, like, maybe, like, three inches away from the woman's face. And it says, I'm gonna die. Like, and, and <laughs> it's, it's literally just, I'm gonna die. And then you see an outside shot of just an explosion. It is – if you get a chance to, like, take look it up – I need to go back and play please, that game. But I remember like, playing it. Yeah. Even if, it, well, even if you don't want to play it or whatever, just look up, like, Spider-Man 2 Quick Time Fail or something like that. Yeah. It's the funniest Quick Time Failure I've ever seen. Everything else has been like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, oh, I'm sure you died or whatever. You failed. But no. Spider-Man 2 holds for me the funniest failed Quick Time, quick time event. 
I, you know, fucking, I hate quick time events so goddamn much. I remember, really? But yeah, I never like them. And the only time I ever seem to see them is in games made for PlayStation <laughs> or in games specifically made by Japanese producers. Uh, so it's like, they're in every goddamn Final Fantasy game on the fucking planet now. They're everywhere. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I like, was about I remember, to say, like, what about Kingdom Hearts? But I remember playing, yes. I remember playing 10-2, and they were just everywhere. Really? It's like, why? What, what are it's these It's definitely calmed down over the years now, but when it, was, when it had blown up, it was like... Dude, Every game needed a quick time event. Playing Final Fantasy games back in the like early to mid two thousands was literally watching a movie and hitting buttons. Sometimes, <laughs> I would almost say that uh, Final Fantasy fifteen is damn near that, except there's a lot more hitting buttons and a lot less movie. I I I feel like fifteen has it spread out pretty well. Fifteen feels more like a Kingdom Hearts game to me. But, yeah, and that's what I like. That's why I like because I loved Kingdom Hearts and like Kingdom Hearts is a superior game here. Final oh. Fantasy can suck a nut. Well, Final Fantasy Kingdom is Hearts still is great, but Kingdom Hearts is way better. Oh, yeah, but by far. I, I think because of the way Kingdom Hearts did it and, and... I get to beat the shit out of Disney characters. As a as an adolescent male, <laughs> when that game came out, it was perfect. Oh, my It gosh. was perfect. Just kicking the shit out of, uh, like, Pete. Pete the... Pete? You know what I'm talking what about? What the fuck are you talking about? Pete the, the Goofy's friend. Yeah, fuck that dude. No, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> um... But I thought it was really cool how they did it with as like reactive commands and stuff like right. that. You know what I mean? It wasn't quick time event. It was right. reactive commands, which helped the gameplay flow a lot better. Be- better. Better. Um, Playing a quick time event, it was like I'm seeing a cheat code flash across the goddamn screen when I'm trying to play it. It's like, A, B, B, A, A, B, B, A. I win. One thing I do like, I, to kind of you know come full circle and stuff sure. like that, is that uh, Resident Evil 7, I believe, does have couple quick time things um especially uh when enemies like grab you yes you know it gives you the option to like oh pull out your you gun to, or you have like... to struggle before they snuggle <laughs> yeah basically um but yeah no it was it, seven was a very well done game for me i i absolutely loved it it was gorgeous i'll give it that much it wasn't yeah. gorgeous on vr really it's very watered down because of the limitations on the oh. VR, on the playstation vr specifically my only issue with the graphics wise is that it's very gummy like with the mouth yes like and i get it you know when you have higher quality games and stuff like that it's most likely a lot harder to properly get like mouths to you know work like a real mouth does right uh, for the most part uh it, it really shines in the uh in the opening cutscene of the game where you see that video yeah. of Mia and it's just like and I was she, like, she's oh, like when her mouth girl. is shut yeah when her mouth is shut it's fine but when she starts talking and then smiles it's just like oh well, put that thing, away though. here's the thing so <laughs> and I've been thinking about this when I started playing that game and now that I've been playing another um non-Japanese but very animated game I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PlayStation okay. oh nice um is it just the language barrier? Is that, it that it's originally made for Japanese and then brought to America? It's basically like watching a fucking kung fu movie. Like, is that half the problem? That's why we see so much with, uh, wh- with mouth uh, animation, why it's such a problem in games as a whole. Because I think, huh. if I, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't even know if you know, but I think Horizon Zero Dawn was originally made for French because I think Guerrilla Games is French, which oh. is why Killzone, most of them, they have the masks on. Oh. Like the Hellgas have them. Yeah. But I think it was originally made in French. Therefore, it's it's like it's timed right to French, not to English. So it, when you do see cutscenes in the mouth movement, it it's a little it it's a little like off. it's off. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, or like the teeth don't move right or something. But yeah. it's, it's like they're making words, but they're not making English words. Right. 
No, that would make a lot of sense. That actually does sound sound right because um, I, I mean because if you see like, like I like uh, disclaimer whatever uh, side note I went to school for audio engineering and stuff like and that. That's why I have around. you as my goddamn co-host now because <laughs> I can't do shit. <laughs> um. So yeah, like and some of the stuff that we had to work with was um animation and stuff like that, and right. doing ADR and voiceover and shit like that. Um. So yeah, definitely trying to fill out. Um, you know, uh, like dialogue, uh, for a game that has mouth movement in a different language, that's pretty hard, and that would most likely be the reason why right. it doesn't match up one hundred percent. But for the games that are out and stuff like that, they, I mean, they did a, they do a pretty damn good job. Well, because here's of the matching thing. them up you as take... much as possible, or like not only translating the point of what they're saying. Um, but using enough – because what? We could say hello and then in Chinese or Cantonese or Japanese or, you know – Anything uh, with the E's in, at the end of in it. In French or something like that. It can be like two or three words right. or two or three syllables right. uh, extra than Like hello, hello, saying hello. Is bonjour in French. It's uh, right. whatever the hell it well, is Well, it's Spanish. still two syllables. But th- that's, fucking the point Spanish is, is like words? hola. There you go. It's still two syllables. Yeah, well. But the point is, is that like if it's a two-syllable word in English and then it's like a five-syllable word in another language. But it's also the difference in slang too. So if you say "hey," if, if the script says like "hey" in English, you'd still probably say like "hola" or "bonjour." Well, there is there is slang translation, but how many times is how many times is slang really used in an in a game translation? That's true. I mean, it does depend on how authentic like a uh, company wants to be with their exactly. character. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, for example, in Gears of War, when they had Cole, like, Cole was a very, uh, quote-unquote, like, urban character. We're not we're not 100% politically correct here. You can just say he was a black dude and everybody else is white and it's a little weird. Well, he was, but he was still, <laughs> he was still an no, urban he, character and he had he, different dialect yes, and different dialogue the absolutely. way he said things, so... And I'm going to say that Marcus was, too, because he, he he wasn't quite Southern, but he had, like, the... That draw The draw, yeah. like, to it. Yeah. Or uh, even more so, what's his name, the, the Colonel... Colonel? Commander? Whatever the fuck his name was? The real southern dude? Hoffman, or I think his character's name was? Yes! Like, he had his drawl, and it was pretty bad. Right, yeah. And and translating that to different languages, that totally makes sense. Because, I mean, think of how Gears of War sounds in Japanese. I'm sure... The mouth squeaky movement isn't going to be... voices, and they, they had to add squeaky in... little voices? Because it's Japanese, and they had to add it in fucking, like, pointy hair and shit. No, shut up. Marcus's bandana is actually, like, it's got points in it in Japanese. Oh, my God. It's, it's his, just a language, it's man. It's not all... Oh, you're the fucking worst. weebs. Weebs. Ugh, you're the worst. I love being an <laughs> asshole. You know, here's the thing. So, uh, we've been gone for a while, and we're going to cut in because we're about to take a break here. But we've been gone for a while, and um, I've missed yelling at people on the internet... For so long <laughs> that it's coming out in oh, droves no. right now. So, Josh, I apologize that this is your first episode dealing with me as a direct co-host, but uh, you're getting the brunt end of it. Sorry, boss. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> is this, oh, what is fuck. Chaotic good and... Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm chaotic neutral. I do what I want when I want. Okay. What would that make me? Uh, a bitch. Oh, sick burn, dude. Oh. <laughs> Thought you'd like that. All right, but like I said, uh, we are going to take a break. When we get back, we are going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about things like the... Oh, we, I, I should actually bit, talk about the history of the yeah, game. Yeah, we're going to talk a little like bit more that. about the story and uh, history of the game and all that. We're going to talk about some of the mechanics that have changed, and we're going to talk about more about the games that we've played recently since we've been gone for so long, and Josh hasn't been on since uh, Halo. So, yeah, that's oh, what wow. we're doing. Cool. 
Talk to you guys in a bit. Do you guys like loot? I like loot. I like loot, too. Josh likes loot. Oh, I like loot. He loves loot. I just said like loot. You know where you get loot? Where do you get loot? You get loot at Loot Crate. What? Loot Crate is a super, super awesome box that gets mailed to you every month with different themes and crazy shit all the time. Wait, like every month as in I don't need to go out and find this stuff? Dog, every month. Sent directly to your door. Dang. Do, 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 do. That's my rap horn. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Every month, Loot Crate sends some crazy shit to your house. Uh, everything from uh, pop vinyls to comics to pins and collectibles, t-shirts every month. Man, I got some sweet t-shirts. I love wearing my, uh, oh shit, which one was it? Because I like wearing them both. <laughs> I really like my uh, Fantastic Beast shirt, but I really also like my, uh, fuck, I can't think of the name of the show. And I love this show. And I love watching this show. Josh, what's the name of the show? I don't know. Mr. Robot. My Mr. Robot. Oh, Mr. Robot shirt. Ooh. So I it's not even it's it. not even anything that it's not just like directed towards gaming or no. Like basic loot crate isn't. But if you want to do that kind of thing, you can get their loot gaming crate or their uh, DX loot crate or the Firefly loot crate. Yes, Ooh. Firefly like Ooh. Firefly. Super fucking cool. So if you like loot crate and you like loot and you like cool shit, go to. Uh, the website that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, which is uh, trylootcrate.com slash backbutton, and make sure to use code BRIDGE10 to save 10% on your first order of that sweet, sweet loot. Hell yeah. Loot Crate. And welcome back to the sweet comedy stylings of Sam Langbartels and Josh Hefe, Chazasaurus, oh, or D. Are we getting it real tight right now? Like, yeah. We're getting real Super, central. super tight butthole right now. <laughs> <laughs> but we are back. We are back, and Josh hey. was trying to continue that joke, and I really didn't want him to. <laughs> we're back. We're going to talk about a little bit more of the Resident Evil story. Um, yes. You kind of went over parts of one. You kind of went over parts of seven. I just want you to fill in everything in the middle there. Okay. But do it with a, a sexy, sensual voice and as comically as possible, but you have to do it while smiling with your mouth more open. Go. It's <laughs> <laughs> so hard to do. I know. All right. Hello, everyone. Ooh, I'm uncomfortable already. I can tell. <laughs> so basically, uh, I'm, I'm. There's no way in hell I'm going to continue doing this because. Uh, no. Are you feeling uncomfortable? A little bit. Um, have you been <laughs> Have you been touched recently, Josh? <laughs> Stop it! Show me on the doll where the bad man touched you. Oh, oh awful! <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. All right. Um. So while Sam is dying right now. <laughs> Show me on the doll where the Merc Man touched you. Oh, even worse. <laughs> Show me on the doll where the music touched you, man. Come on. Right in the fields, man. Right in the fields. Right in the fields. Um, all right. So basically the history Believers of... never die. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the uh, the history of Resident Evil, um, to kind of give you like a TLDR version. Um, For those who don't know, that means too long, didn't read. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the internet, children. <laughs> uh, so a virus is created um, by Umbrella Corpora- uh, Corporation called Umbrella um, with the intent of being used as uh, BOWs, a.k.a. bioorganic weapons. And um, Umbrella was a pharmaceutical company that was actually used uh, for good. Uh, but, like I said, they created this thing. Uh, they created weapons and stuff like that. And one of the things that they created was a, t- a thing called the T-Virus. And another one called the G virus. The G virus was something that um, really heavily mutated uh, people and creatures, mostly people. You would see. Um, so, for example, like in um, uh, 
um, let's see, Resident Evil 2? Yeah, Resident Evil 2. Um, there's a character named Birkin, uh, and he is infected with the G-Virus, which makes him have multiple mutations and stuff like that, and you fight him multiple times throughout the game. Um, in the first one, like your standard zombie, your zombie crows, your zombie dogs, uh, stuff like that, uh, or mutated uh, sharks. Um, I'm sorry, wait, there was mutated sharks? Oh yeah, it was, uh, I forgot what they were called, but the big one, the boss one, was named Neptune. Like, appropriate, right? Of course, because um, they had to go with a bad fucking pun. Oh yeah. Um, there was one, there's a mutated giant snake, there was uh, mutated giant uh, tarantulas, so nope, nope, fuck that game. I never fucking <laughs> playing that goddamn there were, game. Fuck there were, all of that. There was uh, one of the most fucked up ones were a thing called Chimeras, and it was uh, think of you ever see the movie The Fly, Sam? No. So basically, uh, Jeff Goldblum and goes into a uh, tries to teleport himself, um, but on the other end, a fly accidentally uh, a fly accidentally steps into the uh, teleportation. And their DNA actually gets meshed together. So, uh, yeah, it creates a half-human, half-fly hybrid thing that's, like, really fucked up and disgusting looking. Uh, and that's basically what a chimera is. Uh, but, you know, with the a lot smaller size. Anyway, um, so there are multiple viruses that uh, Umbrella has created. Uh, they start creating, like, super mutants, super monsters, stuff like that. These things called tyrants. Uh, there's other ones. Uh, the main final boss in Resident Evil 1, for example, is just a standard tyrant. But um, in Resident Evil 2, 2 or 3? Three? 3 or like side stories like um, uh, Outbreak, Outbreak, Final Number 2, those ones, there's regular tyrants that kind of like chase you around that look more uh, militarized, quote-unquote, is what I can say. But anyway... Um, so Umbrella creates these viruses, uh, and then there's a special uh, Raccoon City Police Department is the main city that it takes place in. But the first one takes place in the surrounding mountains called the Arclay Mountains, and it takes place in a place called the Spencer Mansion. I thought I was the only person that knew stories for games this fucking well. Jesus goddamn <laughs> Oh, I love this series. Holy I love this shit. series. You be I this love, good in like, love, everything else we do. I love, I love a Metal Gear series. I love yeah, the Kingdom Hearts series. Gear. I know. But we haven't done Kingdom Hearts yet. Ooh, that's an idea. Be on the lookout for that sweet, sweet Kingdom Hearts fucking if, drop. If three ever comes out within the next twenty years, yeah, we can do the first two. <laughs> um, but yeah, so virus is created. It get it breaks out into the city. Uh, the stars members pretty much fight to survive. Um, fast forward, and there's basically enough evidence to um, put Umbrella at fault for everything. So Umbrella goes because they're a bunch uh, of fucking twats. Yeah. I'm going to make a virus that fucking mutates people. You know why? Because I fucking can. (laughs) The point of it was to create bioorganic weapons for the military. Why couldn't they just, like, solve cancer? Why'd they have to go and fucking bio... Fucking But they did do a lot of... That's the point, though, is that, like, in other lore, like, on the surface, they were a pharmaceutical company that actually did a lot of good things. It was a fucking front. They were still bullshit. But they were still doing good shit. They had, like, fucking... They made Viagra or some shit. That wasn't good (laughs) shit. It just gives old men boners. It's just a... All right, whatever. Sure. Fucking Umbrella, boner, boner company. <laughs> the boner cure. <laughs> and um, so Umbrella goes bankrupt. <laughs> if you have a, if you have an Umbrella boner for longer than four hours, please consult a, a medical professional. Yes. Oh, God. All you right. love me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Slowly reconsidering that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, so Umbrella goes under, and then we fast forward. Now, that's basically something that takes place through the first three games. Same thing with side stories like Resident Evil Survivor or um, Code Veronica. Actually, uh, and Outbreak, Outbreak 2, yada, 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 whatever. Um, There's a lot of ones that... uh, a lot of games that like to focus in on the Raccoon City kind of thing or stuff that's kind of got those same game mechanics like uh, Raccoon City... Oh, shoot. Uh, I think Umbrella Chronicles, the most recent one that came out before 7. Um, there was another one called Raccoon City something. I don't know. You played as like four Umbrella members or four like quote-unquote Delta Squad members. and you Delta just, Squad! Like, yeah. You just like do shit in the city, but it's like a third-person... I, I don't know. It's so hard to explain. Just look it up. Uh, but those games, <laughs> those Guys, games we deal with to be the goddamn experts here. We are supposed to know these things. <laughs> what I, is no, wrong I, with I you? have the. Oh, it's called Operation Raccoon City. Thank you. That's what it's called. About fucking um, time. Shut up. Also, go look it up so Josh's explanation actually makes fucking sense. Right. Um. So those games focused on the virus of uh, the G virus and uh, the T virus, uh, with standard zombies and so on and so forth. Uh. So then that's like with Umbrella being in control of these uh viruses then we move on to games like uh four and four and five and six because those three each one has a different type of virus so are, are these games kind of broken into trilogies almost like yes. one two and three follow like the original yes but you shit. still have like side like i said side side games oh, absolutely. so umbrella absolutely. chronicles and stuff like that like umbrella chronicles 2 um those are other things that kind of fill in the gaps of in-between main series titles. So okay. 1, 2, and 3, 4, 5, and 6, all still main series titles, but then still part of the canon would be Code Veronica. Okay. Um, even though it's not... It, was it, there a bridge between the two? Um, a Code Veronica was technically the bridge, actually, okay. between, uh, I guess, two... Um, it's so hard to properly explain the timeline because it's like... Well, that's what we do best here is fuck up timelines. (laughs) So it goes like Resident Evil 1, then you have like 1A, which would be like Survivor, and then you have Resident Evil 2 and 3 side-by-side coexisting. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you would also add in that side chain would be like uh, Operation Raccoon City and then Umbrella Chronicles and then also uh, Code Veronica because like 2 and 3 don't have Chris Redfield, but Chris Redfield was in the first game, and then he gets moved to... Oh! He's had ah, a yes, fucking... Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Two and three are side-chained, and that's, sure. and then, uh, that's like I said, uh, Umbrella Chronicles, Code... Uh, uh, Raccoon City... Uh, Operation Raccoon City. Um, and then would do another, like, small mini, like, link off, so, like, 2A or 2B, whatever... Or that's where, be. or not to be, or not to be, Josh. <laughs> that's where Code Veronica would come in because uh, it also features Chris Redfield and his sister Claire Redfield. But Claire Redfield was in two, so so on and so forth. So that's kind of like under that first saga of like Umbrella Saga. I would say would be the first one. Okay. So then four, five, and six would follow under like uh, newly developed virus saga kind of so thing. So the mutation saga. Yes, yes, that's actually a perfect way to put it. Because 4 follows um, Leon, who had, who was in the second game. Leon Kennedy. Leon Scott Kennedy. Oh, you even know his middle name, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Duh. 
Leon Scott Kennedy in Fucking name me six characters from WoW that you think people don't know. Like, shut the... No, 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 please don't, please don't, because I know you can. No, no, we have to, we have to try to stay on track for once. We, no, that's, honey, I know this is your first day, we don't do that So, now in the umbrella of the mutation saga, uh... We would say four follows a virus, or yeah, uh, called uh, uh, Blagas. They're called Las Blagas. I speak and Spanish, that's so why that's I why I can you say it properly. Um, they're called Las Blagas, um, and it's Las a parasite. Blagas. It's a parasite that was found, um, like frozen over in like crystallized rock or something like that, um, and it was somehow brought back to life and stuff like that. And basically, um, Los Illuminados is what the group is called. Josh, you got you're getting me all fucking hot and bothered with your <laughs> fucking accent over here. Woo! Shut up. <laughs> and so, um, they control this parasite, and when the parasite when the parasite infects people, um, it's kind of like a hive mind where they all listen to one like master kind of thing. Um, so Leon in Resident Evil Four gets sent to Spain to go save the president's daughter. Um, this whole thing develops where you find out. <laughs> what Sam? <laughs> His date with the president's daughter. Oh Jesus! And so, um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the worst. I haven't played. Like I said, I played Resident Evil Four, and I don't remember shit except for a goddamn dancing night fight. Like that's where we're at at this point. That's then that kind of touches back on our quick time event thing. That was part of Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it develops into this whole big thing where like you have to save the president's daughter, and you are also infected with the parasite, and so is she, and. You have to, you know, get it removed and shit like that. So it moves on and so forth. Uh, Leon's a fucking hero and escapes with the, the president's daughter. They bang, um, right? They have to bang. Like, that's that's no, that's a given. No. What? No, because, like, I guess... How did not? Because he's, like, 20-something and she's, like, 18. That's legal. I, I see no under, issue here. Uh, I understand that. But uh, they even... Well, because, like, you, you... Listen... Playing through Resident Evil Four the whole time, I was just like, "Oh, these two, two, these two have to kiss or something." They're gonna fuck. And like, then, that's and then the ending it goes where like she asks him to go get coffee or like go on a date, and he's Aww. just like, "Sorry, no, I can't. Like, I'm working or blah blah blah. Whatever. Sorry, I'm married." But the sexual tension no, in this no, no. game. But then, like maybe like an hour prior to her asking him out, like he asks out your uh, communication back at home, Hunnigan. It's like. Hold on, dick. Like, you know, it's, someone it's cause, here. It's because he's a fucking player, man. He's just going for that mad, mad, you know. Older Leon's chick a pretty-looking boy, <laughs> yeah, to say the least. He's got that. He's got that Justin Bieber vibe rocking, like before. Dude, wait, hold on, hold on. Conspiracy theory: Justin Bieber oh, no. actually based everything he does off of J-pop and Leon Scott Kennedy. Think about it. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Bitch. I would respect him a little more. No! You should respect him less! Dude, J-pop is dope, dude. Get the fuck out of my house. Get out. Go. You're fired. Get out. Adam! <laughs> yeah. Adam! <laughs> I need an adult, Dad! I am an adult. <laughs> I'm leaving. No. You keep the house. Fuck it. I'm out. Fuck this shit. I'm out. Um, so, then we move into Resident Evil 5. Uh, I know I said this would be a too long didn't read version, but fuck it. Uh, so five is the uh, <laughs> oh yeah, five is <laughs> the uh, Ouroboros virus now. Um, Ouroboros 
He's a is, snake that eats its own tail. I know that because I'm full metal alchemist because I'm a goddamn dirty weeb. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, well, in Resident Evil, it's a, another parasite, but it's more of a worm. Um, it, the, the only way I could really compare how that character is, like if you're really deep into the lore, deep into the games and stuff like that, and you played uh, Outbreak, uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. D-R. Shut the fuck up. Um, I just love, I love looks watching like... you talk because I'm, I'm actually semi-interested, okay. but I tend to drown you out as a human being. So I'm, I'm trying to balance that a little bit. <sighs> Uh, it would be in comparison to the fucking leech guys in the hospital level of uh, of outbreak. Uh, so cool. uh, you play as Chris Redfield this time, and he goes to Africa. Why he gets sent to Africa, I don't remember. I think it's because he's he's now part of uh, the BSAA, which is like a counter uh, virus, like terrorist group kind of thing. Counter terrorists, like that, use by a uh, group that specializes mostly in like bioorganic weapons. Um, Were they made by Umbrella Corporation too? No, fuckers. No, um, dirty, rotten, red, white. No, fucks. but there, there are. Well, but this one features Albert, Albert Wesker, who was also in the first Wesker. one. Wesker. Um, why did we try to sound like Snake from Metal Gear? Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, spot on. Oh my god, my laugh is terrible. That was perfect. Um. So yeah, Snake. Uh, Snake! <laughs> um. <Otacon>. <laughs> <laughs> So Chris goes to Africa, pretty much has to fight like a bunch of like newly formed infectious type mutation made to people. Um, goes on, fights Wesker and like whatever, ends up the fu- – oh, and also uh, in the last like maybe 10, 15 minutes of the game, it becomes a boulder punching simulator. <laughs> yes, I remember that. So I, do, I did just realize while Josh was telling me the story or telling the story about this, like I was piecing it together. I totally played Resident Evil 5 like from beginning to end. Um – and I remember the bolding punches, punching simulator. That's and I what mostly the, people remember. I remember the um, just it was like right before that with all the gas lines that were exploding, and you had to go close the doors to run past them. Um, you were out like on a platform, like on an oil platform in the middle of the fucking desert, and they're yeah. coming at you, and there was like fire coming out of shit, and you had to like close it and run through it and shit. I, I, I yeah, think I think I know what you're talking about. Of the way, right? it, it sounds familiar. Yeah, fucking no. um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, Chris becomes a fucking hero, whatever. So then we go into Resident Evil 6, which is the quote-unquote, like, chrysalid uh, infection or virus. It's a new virus that's created, and now you have uh, six, seven characters. That, so like, the worst game in the chain. People argue it, yeah, as being the worst game in the chain, only because it became more of an action-adventure game as opposed to being a horror survival. Like, at least five still tried to maintain uh, some horror five aspect like to Gears it. Of War to me. It felt like I was playing Gears of War. Like, it straight up horror hate- thing. But it was like, oh, I'm going to pop out. Oh, I'm a big-looking fucking badass dude with a shotgun. Yeah, hey, and that's that's essentially what it became. It became mostly like, oh, you're fucking action hero. Um, but, I mean, they still try to keep like keep you a little bit panicky and, and nervous because you had... I want a true Gears of War game based completely on Resident Evil. Think about it. Leon... That sounds Le- awful. No, think about it. Think about it. So, Leon would be every female character because he's a skinny little twig man. And then you have like Chris Redfield is Marcus Phoenix. Think about it. This is the this is the worst idea I've ever fucking heard. Okay, but then you get into like Resident Evil Seven shit, <laughs> and you get all like the fucking creepy house shit, and it's basically like the mansion thing in Gears One. Think about it. Think about it. You're not thinking about it. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> um, that would make me play Resident Evil. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, you have you play six different characters. Um, 
I mean, through each storyline, though, technically you play through it's four. like playing it's like, like playing the fucking legacy collection like you're playing with all the characters who have been well, in i mean because you can select the character you go you play as and depending on the character you play as some every single um so for example like um leon and another character named helena are partners um if you play as leon partners? shut up if you play as leon you go through certain paths um but it's all the same level you will do it if you play as helena just maybe like one or two side paths where your characters have to split up. So basically like playing Gears of War where Dom and uh, Marcus fucking take one sure. side and fucking Cole and Baird take the other. Fucking what? God. Fucking, fucking what? what? Yes, uh, basically, fucking sure. What? Um, but yeah, it's basically like big old action game with like not a whole lot of horror elements to it. I mean, sure, they I need you throw to enunciate in, like, horror a little more. Horror? Yeah. You totally said horror elements, and I was like, what's a horror it's element? It's just, I just, like, run can those I find, two Can R's. I find a horror element? Horror element? I, I could probably use a horror element in my current state of being. You need to synthesize it. That's how you get the mm. horror element. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. If I go back and I play 80s, like, pop music with the synth- synthesizer, is that what brings <laughs> Oh, my God, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> is that uh, how that works? fucking awful. <laughs> All right. You laughed. I win. Ah, uh, fine. I'll give you that one. Uh, uh, fucking time you give me something. <laughs> Besides, like, herpes or something? I don't know. Oh, sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Resident Evil S- I'm still cutting you off. The most fucked up part is... <laughs> most fucked part, the most fucked up part about this is... Uh, a, both of us are stone sober. And B, there's another person sitting in this room being perfectly quiet, and we're dying over here. This is fucking great. Yeah, we're just being dickheads. This I is just have, us, like, talking are, are normal. Are you putting us on Snapchat? Please don't... Okay. Good. I mean, you can. Like, I'm very photogenic, <laughs> but... No. Fuck you. You know what? I'm done with you. Um, so, yeah. Resident Evil 6 was just basically, like, a fucking action game. And, I mean, they had, like, still the monster aspect to it and stuff like that. But it was it was not... When you think of Resident Evil, Resident Evil 6 is not what comes to mind. Resident Evil... not. 4 is. We've already discussed this. Yeah. Well, like I said, half and half. It yeah. would, The main point is you have zombies. You have, like, awesome main characters... Really cool development, like, in story and stuff like that. Uh, loosely, depending on, like, you know, the game and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I do have one question. It says we've gotten through the, the main six games before we get into seven anymore about the, the what's changed between those six games and seven. Mm-hmm. Where does zero fit in? So zero is, this is where um, more side chaining kind of comes in. Okay. Um, so zero for the first, maybe like, I guess like hour, something like that of gameplay where you're on the train that takes place before the first Resident Evil game. Okay. Um, and then after that, uh, takes place, uh, alongside Resident Evil zero because Resident Evil one, you mean? Yes. Correct. Um, did I say zero? Yes. Oh, my bad. Um, shit happens because when you play as I believe Chris's storyline in the first Resident Evil game. You run into Rebecca, who is one of the main characters in Resident Evil Zero. Um, so you kind of are left in the dark as to, well, how the fuck did Rebecca get here and stuff like that? Well, Resident Evil Zero fills in that gap of what happened before, how, what happened while she was there, and then what happens after you don't see her anymore. Because she also survives and escapes the, the mansion. So, yeah, those are... So wait, those... does it take place in the same house and they never cross paths except for once? They do a couple times, but okay. like there's 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 like for example there's a point, uh, but it's only during Chris's playthrough. I've never through J- I've only played Jill's playthrough. No, 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 I played both of them. Um, Jill Valentine. Jill, 
Jill Valentine. Leon Scott Kennedy. This sounds like a bad 90s movie. <laughs> and... From the, from the creators of Scary Movie, Leon Scott Kennedy. Jill Valentine. Chris Redfield are... Resident stars. Evil. <laughs> stars. Um, Technically, yeah, yeah. Stars. Stars. That, I mean, that was that was the name. I know what the... Coming know, this June. Hey, Sam, do you know what stars stands for? I didn't even know it was a fucking acronym, dude. <laughs> what does it stand for? Something. No, I won't even. I won't even torture you with something terribly angry, angrily retarded. Something. <laughs> that's that's what I'm guessing. That's that's what I got. That's. I I don't even remember 100. percent I, I know it's like special tactics and something. Reconnaissance. Something. Uh, special tactics and reconnaissance. Uh, uh, what recovery service? I don't fucking know. But oh yeah. no no service would work. Special tactics and reconnaissance service. I'm assuming. I know special tactics and are 100%. But here's the thing. I don't know, remember. I disagree with and being part of an acronym, so I don't think it should be called STARS. It should be called STIRS. STIRS? Yep. <laughs> There's uh, my, one of my favorite YouTube YouTube uh, Let's Play channels. Uh, uh, can I name drop them? Is yeah, that? what okay. the fuck? I don't care. Uh, Game Grumps, they played through uh, the first Resident Evil game, but they played through the uh, the remake from the ga- for the GameCube. Yeah. Um, or the HD remaster, excuse me. Um and uh HD. there's there's I'm, sorry. I'm gonna get an hd remaster on the gamecube like that set well just threw no me off. honest it's it's really fucking good i believe it I uh believe it. well especially kind of comparing from what we went from PlayStation, playstation one, one early playstation one to right mid-tier gamecube right and well actually they've like keep doing hd remakes for it. like they just kind of make it clean it up a little bit making that skrilla right and uh, but they keep doing it for modern uh, modern gaming systems and stuff like that. So they don't fucking remind me. Did I another one for 360 for PlayStation Three. They did one for PS4 and now the Xbox One. But Dude. point is, anyway. Um, shit! What the fuck was I even talking? Thank about? God. <laughs> so this has been the Back Button Podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go for it. Okay. You yeah. such a, uh, oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about game grubs. Yes, uh, as part of the joke of stars, uh, stars. because you, uh, like on Jill's back, she's got like a strap or something like that, and you only say ARS, for you only see that on her back. Other members, you only see ERS, uh, so like one of the jokes they were just like, is like, oh, you're not a member of ours anymore. <laughs> so it's like, I'm the leader of stars. <laughs> like, I'm the leader like that. of stars. Um, Look at me, I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Um, <laughs> but to kind of bring it full circle, uh... The, the comparison between, like, that first saga, the second saga, and then where we're at now with Resident Evil 7, it's very different. The first one had, f- uh, like, even just with the camera angles, first that first saga had fixed camera angles. Yeah. So no matter where you stood or something like that, there was a camera that pointed in your direction generally. I would almost say that's typical PS1. Yeah. Be- yeah. Very, very typical well, PS1 game. Yeah, I mean, think about like Crash Bandicoot. Like you didn't move that camera; you ran in one direction the entire time. Right, but those cameras followed you. Fair. Okay. Um, Where Resident Evil, they would not follow you at all. It was one spot, and you fucking dealt with it. And plus, having like the tank, well, the tank controls and stuff like that was weird. So it was it was goofy. What? Kind of like well, I guess the camera followed you in that too, but it's kind of like Metal Gear. Like Metal Gear was a very slow camera follow. Right, but it was it was but you still saw like over the top. Over the top, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Whereas opposed to with Resident Evil, like, it can literally be directly in front of you, and you would have to walk towards the camera and then move out of frame just to get that fucking camera to switch. Yeesh. Like, it was it was tough, but it was fun, and it added to the surprise when, like, 
say for example when you're walking towards the camera and once the camera switches uh there's a fucking there's, zombies there's a fucking zombies right there right and like that's that's part of it uh but i mean the creators did a great job with like making sure these zombies don't make any noise or do not get activated until you cross that threshold and switch the camera right and that's what i think it was uh really impressive and that's what made people really enjoy like the charm of the game and stuff like that. So jumping from that then, um, what was the big thing with 4, 5, and 6 then that you noticed? Was it mostly the over-the-shoulder? It wasn't even third person. It was second person really um, shooting style. I would I would still say third person, I guess. Third person, third person over the shoulder. Third person, basically, you see their legs. That's the way I've always understood third person okay. versus second person. So third person, you see basically down to their feet. That's third person. Right. Second person, you see from like the waist up. Okay, First that's person, fair. Your their eyes. Right. Second person. So second person over the shoulder. Wait a minute, Josh. What? I just realized something. So the first game was third person. The first trilogy was third per- third person. The second one was second person. Right. Resident Evil Seven is first, first person. person. Holy shit, Josh. What happens when there's zero person? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that gets really loud right there. I was about to like lean in and basically do the same Whoa. thing, but he beat me to it. Um. But yeah, that's that was one of the big changes, and then they also added uh, much bigger uh, inventory. They added a system where you can purchase upgrades and stuff like that, where as opposed to in- what are you buying, <laughs> what are you selling? Um, <laughs> fucking, that's one of the things I remember from that entire yes. fucking game too. What the was game. really goofy too is that you could kill that guy, and he would still show up at the next post. Like, hold on, how many are of you are there? It's like it's like uh, Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy. They're, they're yes, all they're with they're each all other. cousins, and yeah, and that's it. Like, that's, that's all we got <laughs> is that they're cousins with each other. They all look fucked up, and they're gonna what are you selling? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'll buy it at you know a high price. <laughs> you know what fucked me up, though? How many typewriters does this little Spanish town need? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, they are they are very, like, stuck in the past and stuff like that kind of thing. Like, it's a very... You but they have two if your brain was being eaten by a fucking disease. Though. I guess. Well, and they also have, like, modernized sniper rifle and TMP, like, assault rifle bullets lying around all over the fucking place, so... That kind of does mess with Wasn't the... the Chicago typewriter in Resident Evil 4? Yes, but it was a bonus weapon. Like, you had right. to beat the game. So I think like that's that. fucking hysterical that the entire time they're doing typewriter, 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 and then you get a shotgun that sounds like a fucking... Ty- or not a shotgun, a machine gun that sounds like a typewriter. It's a Chicago typewriter, yeah. It's just... Well, and it's unlimited ammo, too, <laughs> which is even Christ. better. Al Capone would be so proud. Oh, he'd be stoked. God bless his soul. I mean, rest... I mean, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Woof. So, what do you think... Based on what we've talked about now, about 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and then 4, 5, and 6 is separation, and what we talk about the differences being, do you think, A, that there will be an 8 and 9, mm-hmm. and B, will they follow in the same strain as 7 with slight differences similar to Trilogy A, Trilogy B? Um, I think they're definitely going to... Um, well, first of all, with 7, they totally took like a play out of P.T., um, oh yeah, that because was, like they they yeah. really increased the horror elements of it, and they realized like that first person and like that unknowingness of like what's and having so, only so much like perspective of what's in front of you and stuff like that totally yeah. totally does it right when it comes to the first person horror genre. Um, I do I I absolutely me beating the game one hundred percent believe that they'll do another one. If they'll do a nine, I don't know. I know that they have to do an eight because there's um, some shit that happens at the end of the story that you're not going to talk about because Sam hasn't finished the fucking game. Well, they're supposed. Well, they're releasing free DLC, which 
Oh, that's right. They're doing DLC. They're doing a free DLC. They have released DLC already right now, but that's more mini game fun thing, extra things that you can do, which are really cool. Um, what could possibly be fun and mini about Resident Evil Seven? Well, one of them is a room escape. Another one is a uh, poker. Another one. I'm sorry. It's basically poker. I can play fucking poker in RE7. Okay, game over. Like I'm, I'm just gonna go finish this game now. <laughs> That's it. Um, That's what I'm doing tonight. Sorry uh, guys. I'm staying. I'm staying in. Y'all want to go out? Do your thing. But like, I'll be here. Uh, the third one that I've seen is um, it's so goofy. It's like Jack's 55th birthday, and like you have to run around the house like certain areas and like find him gross ass food, and you can combine it and like you feed it to him like. It's just like it, it's very mini game things, and that's what the DLC is. The so far from what I've seen in Resident Evil Seven, the fav- my favorite thing was the fucking uh, videotapes in general, but specifically the one with the uh, the brothers' escape room, where it's like, oh yeah, you have to go like, oh go fix this fucking clown. Half of his hand is somewhere. Half of his hand is somewhere else. Also, you gotta find the twist tie thing. Also, go pop this entire fucking room of balloons for fuck knows why. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it was definitely, uh, it was really cool how they did that because you could skip over those tapes. You don't have to go through right. those tapes. Um, but if you do the tapes, it's incredibly helpful for mm-hmm. what's to come in your future. So when you do the tape with, like you said, the uh, the little quote-unquote escape room that um, Lucas Lucas has, mm-hmm. which is the, the son, um, and then in the future, when you're actually playing as Ethan again and you enter that same room, you know what to do properly this right. time. You know what I mean? Because you have the answer. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like I, I said. I Googled it. <laughs> really? Hell yeah. There was, I, I was playing it on I couldn't on figure stream. out the fucking, the, I think it was like a rubber band or something that you had to go find or something stupid like that. And I was like, where the fuck is this thing? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, the balloon that needs to go on the Yeah, thing. so I totally okay. fucking Googled it. it. Yeah, it was, I was very fortunate to have a stream and I had a couple people watching and some yeah, people were fucking really welcome. helping me out. All right, rude. But, dude, I gotta say that I beat that fucking, uh, the, the, the boss room. With the three hanging bodies, mm-hmm. way faster than you be. Oh well, yeah, because like, I didn't know what I was far. doing. Well, I kept shooting the guy, and then finally, finally, someone gave me like the answer. I was like, "I'm a fucking idiot." <laughs> I knew right where to go. <laughs> I just ran in, grabbed it, and I was like, "All right, let's fucking do this." Yeah, um, I think it took me like five attempts. It took you like twenty-five attempts. Yeah, it took me like yeah, it took. We me sat there for a solid forty-five minutes while I was watching you on stream. I'm like, dude, dude, Josh, move. Do the thing. Do what you need to. I know. Come on. I just couldn't. I couldn't get it. But um, but yeah. To answer your question, I I do, I do believe that they will do an eight. But there are at the end of the game, there are questions that aren't answered because people still don't know. Um, and I know we might be getting more answers with the free DLC. Sure. Like we'll see. I mean, that's what they kind of teased. But I feel like with the success of seven, I mean. People fell in love with it. I immediately Seven fell in love with it. Brought it, a lot of people who were out of Resident Evil because of six, because exactly. of five, right back into exactly. it. Exactly. And that's what I'm so happy about. Like, I I love this series to death. Like, it's been one of my favorite series since I was a kid. Like it it went from giving me nightmares as a kid to one of my favorite game series to ever exist. Mm-hmm. Um and I have a lot of passion for the game, and like I mean, like I've spoken about today, like I, I delved into the story and and read up on the lore and read up on the different fucking viruses and like why only certain ones affect certain animals and plants and other bullshit. But it's because it was interesting to me, and I, I loved You're it from a the beginning. Nerd. 
Oh my god, you play WoW. Fuck off. Yeah, we've already been we've already been over there. Like I don't know where we've been. Maybe you haven't been listening to the fucking episode just because you weren't fucking on it. But we've been over this. All right. Um, but what was what was your uh, second question? I know, obviously, you said. Do it, you think it's going to continue some of the ideas from Seven? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think they will continue with the first person. Okay. I, they they definitely should continue with the uh, limited inventory. Uh, the idea of maybe add a little bit more puzzles. And maybe kind of throw in a f- throwback thing of like, you know, Chris Redfield, no, Leon's got Kennedy, <laughs> no, uh, throwback as in like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Save for one of those uh, uh, VHS tapes. Yeah, um, it literally will have the go throwback to the fixed camera angles, but only during oh, yeah. that section. You know what I mean? And then maybe if you do end up in that same spot again, like it reverts right back to right. being in that. You know what I mean? I just think that would be a really cool thing. That'd be super hard to do. I, I, I'd imagine going from first person and then you switch to a third We've person. We've seen games do fucking weirder shit. I, true, but I'm just saying, you know, it's in general. It's all based on the engine. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if they would continue with, like, how they did it for this one. Because, I mean, I know how the ending is and um, it gets I'm, a little I'm bit... I'm watching you try really, really hard not to say anything that you don't want me to hear. Right. So this is great. I love this. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be a jerk and spoil it for you or anything. Like you're, and you're, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. A little bit. Fuck and off. It's like, <laughs> I, I can tell. The, I can see the rage. I'm not upset. I'm just. I'm disappointed that I can't. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so we've gotten now. Um, kind of the the TLDR to some fucking extent of uh, Resident Evil. We talked about uh, Josh's fucking. Jerk off session early on. Um, what? We took our little break. Uh, we had a little fun, and I think it's time to leave. So yeah. goodbye, friends. I miss you all dearly. This I'm is fun. so glad we're fucking back. Yeah. And Josh and I are gonna be the power fucking couple. Yeah. Okay. Gonna run the show. Yeah. Josh is my arm candy. So this has been the Back Button Podcast. What? I'm your host Sam Langbartels. I'm Josh Ortiz. And uh, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns. Bullshit. You want to yell at me for being an asshole to Josh? You want to yell at Josh for talking too fucking much? Who knows? <laughs> uh, send them to backbuttonpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tweet at us at bbutton underscore podcast. Tweet at me at Merkmore, M U W R K M O R E. You can tweet at me too. Mine is Chazasaurus. Fucking Chaz- figure it out. Chazasaurus? <laughs> figure out Chazasaurus? how to spell it. it li- yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you got friends who are like, hey man, uh, you listen to that sweet, sweet podcast thing there, man, and. Uh, I can't get it because I don't have iTunes. Well, here's the thing. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We are available for anybody who could possibly want to hear us, and especially for the people who have no fucking interest in hearing us. (laughs) Like I said, we're back. We're back with a bang. This is going to be great. You guys get ready because there's some shit happening. A lot coming out. Yeah. A lot of things that we're planning that even Adam and I didn't think of, and who knows? Maybe Adam will come back. There's no hard feelings, but... We'll see him, uh, we'll make him come once a year, just like we did this year. Um, he'll, he'll be around, you know. He's always, he's always, uh... And as always... I, I don't know. <laughs> as always, take it easy, keep it sleazy, keep it breezy. Peace out. Bye!
Hey, uh, this is the end of the podcast closing now. We are done. Yeah, goodbye.